Welcome to The Bear and the Ball. I am your host, Nick Webster. One of the hardest things to do in this beautiful game of soccer is be the person in the middle, the one with the whistle, the one with the power, the one that decides sometimes the biggest decisions in the game. I myself have refereed now for the last couple of years, and I can tell you, it's pretty difficult. However, today I am delighted to welcome one of the best female referees in the United States right now. I've had the pleasure of working with her at uh, Santa Monica Airport. I am so pleased and proud to welcome Karen Collado to The Bear and the Ball. Karen, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm, uh, it is one pleasure to be here. Thank you for the opportunity to talk a little about me. Behind the whistle, right? What's happened yes. before? <laughs> you behind the whistle. So um, I'm sure our listeners, the first thing they're going to hear is, who is this young lady with an accent? Where are you from, Karen? Well, I'm from Brazil. So I was born in Brazil. Uh, I played nine years professional soccer in Brazil. So I can tell, like, the soccer is my life. My dad always told me, like, okay, Karen, you born with the ball. So I was born with the the soccer ball <laughs> with me. So I started playing soccer. I think I had I had seven years old with the boys in the street. So after that, I never stopped the soccer. Like continuing my life, I started playing professional with fifteen. So at the time, I had fifteen, and the and the girls like thirty. So imagine it, the challenge play with the dance is a lot of physical. They don't want to lose for one when girls with 15 so but that's that's making me strong because it's a lot of challenge they make me strong to play with them and then building my confidence learn about the soccers and a lot of aspects like as players as coach that i i studied too and now referee well you grew up in sao paulo which is actually where i grew up as well i grew up in morumbi and Ooh. uh we know that obviously Brazil is, but you know, it's, it's funny in, in England, the English people like to say that, you know, England's the home of football, of soccer, but really the home of the game is in Brazil. And I, I was raised uh, watching the likes of Pele and Carlos Alberto. And I can only imagine what it must've been like to be playing soccer in the street at such a young age and developing just this, this love of the game. T talk to us a little bit about, street soccer in brazil what's it like that's the soccer in brazil technically like i can tell now of course maybe the thing is a little changing but 30 years ago <laughs> or 25 years ago uh, it's it's fun i just like my mom just like need follow me like you are scaring because i never want to back for the street because i want to play all day in the street with the boys and I can tell, like, you can see, like, the Brazilian soccer, Brazilian football is a little different because I, I can tell, like, the difference is about creative. When you start player, we start playing on the street. So we don't have coach to tell you, like, the plan A, B, or C. So technically, you need, like, create the things and play by yourself. So, for example, one time I play on the, the street, and I have the the wall one part, so I kick on the wall and the ball back to me, and I start playing again. So I 
bit creative, so I don't have coach at that time. So it's there is some things that I feeling like the street on the soccer street in Brazil is different because the little things like you don't have coach to to tell everything to teach everything. So we need to be creative. And I think that's a, that's a great point, and I think it's something we desperately miss here in the U.S. Just that that freedom to go and play as you as you wish, and you know ha- having a having a wall. The great thing about playing against the wall is the wall always gives you the ball back as opposed to when you play with your friends and you can give the ball away. Um, I, I understand that your coach at Portuguesa was the one that suggested refereeing to you. How did that come about? Um, when I play uh, Brazil, like in my, I, at the time I'm doing like a college. So I, I got a scholarship and a college. And between that, I need like pay my books, everything like normally, normally study. So I start like my coaching. The coach is Prisco Palumbo. He has one association in Sao Paulo, the ref, ref association. So he told me, Karen, you want to work like as like for official and start making the, the, the roster, the match report. And I say, yes, why not? I wish you in the soccer. Right, in that time, so I was studying, working, and play. It's tough. It's no easy, but that's making me strong enough to be continue and get it like in love with it, refereeing. Like that is like when coming like some light and say, okay, I love this. I want to continue to do that. So, it's very strange though to hear someone say, "I love refereeing," because most people. You know, they love playing. To be the referee is to be sometimes the most unpopular person on the field. Where do you think this love of refereeing came from? I mean, it, was it something that your father passed you or is it with something that was just innate inside of you? Well, I started soccer principally because my dad always gave him support. So he introduced me to the soccer, right? So the, the passion, the love is coming start that point but I think referee uh when I moved to USA I always have dream to continue play professional here so I look at the opportunities and I see okay what I have I can play a couple more years and it's done right no no much to do and uh, so okay if I start refereeing now that is one thing I also love I have I can have long career, and uh, if I stop play, I want to make sure I'm go as as far I can. And my goal is to be FIFA. So today I'm a national referee. That's my third year with the the badge, national. And uh, I just love. I, I just like it. I can tell you like it's just from feeling. I can express. Just do you not know, like when you're feeling when you blow your whistle when you know like. It, you just feeling in love with what you do. Like I love stay on the field. I love communication with the players. I love understand what are the players feeling in exactly play. I try to understand, and it, when it's necessary, of course, I need to apply the rule. I don't have another way. But if I can communication and understand another side, that's why I start coaching, refereeing players, everything to understand each one and have like a, and give 100%, like give my best in every game. Every game for me, it's important. doesn't matter the level. 
what what was the inspiration to move to Los Angeles? Because obviously, you know that 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 move from Brazil to LA. I mean, it's it's a huge step. It's not like you know you're just going around the corner. You're completely changing your life. You're leaving your family. You know, what was the inspiration behind that? Uh, one the one the inspiration because I always love soccer here. I the woman soccer is healed. So that is one thing I, I always looking. Principal in the college, I was try to make the transition here, my college, and continue with, here. But at the time, some a lot of things happen. I don't have a lot of opportunities. So I I mean I have opportunities, but I don't have money enough, <laughs> to be honest, to come in <laughs> at the time. So I said let let me finish my my college here. I was like in thirty year the college. I in any four years to compete, so I had I had just one one year left. So I decided finish my college and I see what is going on. If I have the opportunity to, to be there, I go and I, and I finish it. Um, I forgot to to say, but I I have degree in physical education. It's like a kinesiology. Uh, so I finished my my college and uh, I I have the dream to continue, but the life keep going, keep going. I I continue reference over there, but my wife moved to here. So when she moved to here, at the time, she's my girlfriend. So she say like, okay, I'm moving. I say like, okay, if you move, what I can do? Go, right? It's our dream. And uh, so you need to decide if you stay together or not. So she come in and we decide to stay together. So she come in after seven months, I come in. And then we have the life like, we like, we always program everything. So, okay, if it, I'm here after after seven months I arrive and I look I still look at the opportunity to play in Portland but I say like okay there's not much to do so I continue here I start like get information with the referees because I play seven and seven to keep him in shape in the game and I ask for a referee like okay what I need to do what I need to do to be referee and uh, at that time I don't speak in Really, I don't speak nothing English. I still, I still learning, improving my English. Of course, better the the yesterday, a couple of years ago. But at the time, like I just like speak, I speak Spanish very well. So I speak in in in, in I I studied in Brazil like two years, so I know how to speak Spanish. So I start speak Spanish and ask how I need to do what I need to do. I start like looking the website. And then I discover like Calsol. Say, okay, I need to go in this way. And the Calsol have like the by step by step. So I need at the time it's RPD. Now it's poor. So we need to go in RPDs. You need like do uh, assessments. Go in a, a state cup, national cup, and I start following everything. And I get like opportunities. Like I, I just hug the opportunities. Like okay, if it. If they give me this game, that's because I'm good enough to be there. Of course, I always be humble, but I'm good to be there. So let's go. Let's do that. And uh, I always, like, do my best. And then then the the people start to see, people from pro, like, and then starts my invitation to be part of the pro. And uh, I... I get it. Like at the time, it is uh, now it's grass roads, but at the time it is state. So we have region, state, regional, and national, right? So I follow on this step. Now it's different, 
And uh, as soon as I got in my national bed, I got the invitation to be part of the pro. So it's it's taking me time because uh, I had the course in Brazil, but I need to start everything here. And uh, for me, it's good because at the time I don't speak really well English. So that's helping me to improve my English. One learning the thing is in English because technique technique words is different. So I learning and I learn how's the game here is different too. It's it's cultural, so it's different things. And uh yeah, and I got a love, so that's the reason I'm here and keeping doing what I love. Well let me tell you this, your Portuguese is far better uh, I mean sorry, uh, yeah, I mean your English is far better than my Portuguese, that's for sure. Um, talk to us about the steps then, you know, back when you first started refereeing here, so we're talking 2015, there weren't that many female referees. How were you accepted into the, the referee brotherhood, sisterhood? And can you, can you remember your first couple of games and, and, and what that was like, uh, for especially, you know, refereeing, you know, young boys, you know, because they're, they're so used to having men referee and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, there's there's this young lady who shows up and she's got the whistle and she's in charge. What was that like? It, it's your own challenge. I, I, I need to be honest. Of course, I have a lot of people that support me in Kausal, everywhere. They support me because they look like I... I they they know I'm, I have, like, ability to do that. So they support me. But also I have another person that say, look... It's better you be AR because referees, they don't want to put you in the men's games. They don't want to give opportunity at that time, right? Now it's changing the thing. And they say, like, look, maybe try ARs because you can go far as ARs. And the younger referees, like, I remember one time we were in the game and then one of the younger refs told me, like, no, no, she's good in the middle. She can be in the middle. And then, <laughs> You know, she'd still be in the middle. Karen, keep it. If you like it, be in this position, go. And I always I say, like, sometimes the people ask, how you, you chose, like, AR or, or center reference? Like, I don't choose nothing. The center chose me. I just doing the game. That's, like, what I like to do, apply the things correctly. I'm, I'm so, like, focused. So I, I did everything, like, if the coach tell me, Karen, you need to do that, I will do it. I do my best. And I, if you need to study more, I will study more. If I need training more to move, I will train more. So I'm I'm like, I have a lot of discipline in the education. So at the time, I say, well, I know I have people's believe in me and I know this can can happen. So I just keep on doing. Like your soccer always give me support. Kalsol always give me support. They always give me great games in the middle. Um, I would be. I I am the first referee in the, in the region now to do uh, boys U16 with four women's in the, four women's in the game. So I was the referee, and I have more three friends, ARs and four. So I have the opportunity to 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 live this, and uh, yeah, it was like a just happen. The things happen. Of course, I'm doing my part, but it's challenge. Some people like believe in you. Some sometimes the people like don't because say, oh, don't go in the way. I don't know if it's working because it's a lot of politics too, right? But I believe in myself. 
I believe I can do. I every day I when I go to do to the bed sleeping, I want to make a share did everything that I need to do. Well, it's funny because uh, I'll tell the listeners a funny story. So I'm the uh, assistant coach at UCSB up in Santa Barbara, and we uh, we had a game in the Big West, and and who should show up and be the centre referee? The Karen, of course, and. Uh, I think just before the end of the first half, uh, we had a little bit of a breakaway and uh, we were all screaming for a penalty and, <laughs> and <I kept laughs> hoping that Karen would look kindly on us. But no, she shook her head and we, we had a good laugh about it after the game. And, and then when I when I watched the uh, the highlights of the game, the, the call was spot on. <laughs> you, you are absolutely right. Um, what, what, what are the qualities you think you need to be a to be a top referee like like you're becoming what what are the qualities you need i think the principle it's understand the soccer when you understand the soccer you can of course like you need you need to know the rules you need to know everything you need to be fit you need to be you need eat well you need like training you need this that's the basic things but when you are understand the soccer I think it's the key. You have like just feeling the game, wait, wait to see, and then take the action. Of course, I always say like the, the referee is the actor. Or, so we need the like actor. So we need to see and take one action about that. Always want to try the, or try to take the best one, right? The right. <laughs> of course, we're not machine. We're a person. We're not perfect. So sometimes that's working, but of course, when you try, you need to make a share. We try like doing our best, one hundred percent. But for me, it's understand the soccer, feeling the soccer is the the keys in the game. Like feeling what's going on, feeling the players, look at the expression, the players, the reaction. Like I always say, like the game start when you start doing your pregame with your crew, your your team. The game start there. You need. The game started there. No, no on the field. So I think the kids understand soccer, understand the football. <laughs> mm-hmm. do, do you think it's hard for referees, especially in, in this country where, you know, soccer's only really started to, to come to the fore over the last, you know, 15, 20 years? But obviously there's a massive, there's always a massive need for officials. Do you think it's hard for uh, officials who have, who have learned the game from a book or from videos and then to go out and actually experience it? I think it, I saw a lot of referees like just to have the experience like in the book and the videos and it's really good referees. And I saw also a lot of referees that have the experience as players like me and it's good, it's good referee too. We can see both ways, but I want one thing that I, I, I like to say, like, when you have the experience with the, the, the players or coaching or getting involved in the soccer, I think it's no easy, but you can understand the game, like, more, how can I tell, like, in a easy, no easy way, that's no word, but you can understand the game, like, natural. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't need force, you don't need to think too much, because you already know, you already like have the experience of that. So I think it's when you're playing, when you're well played, or coachy or have something like involved in soccer, that really can help you 
to improve it or be one good referee. What's what's harder, refereeing men or women? <laughs> good question. I I, I don't I don't want to say like it's hard. I don't like compare like like compare it to each one, but I can tell we have difference different style in the game, the tactical, the move. For example, like for my experience, the women really like use the midfield. So they like basketball in the midfield, move, the connection. So I my movement in the field need to be different when I was in the men. The men, they like to make use of the side, the connection, long balls. They, they, they don't like use a lot, a lot of midfield. Of course, sometimes could be different. Depend the coach, depend the, the the how the another another team play. But usually, women like the midfield, and the men just explore more the side the, the field. So that's uh, that's a little different when you move and when you need your your move or or explosion or anticipate. So that's change a little. And another thing that I feel different, woman, I can tell the men. When you have like one contact, sometimes the contact is simple. It is foul, it is. But the contact is simple, but they make it bigger. They make, they go on the ground and make like ceremony. They almost cry. <laughs> so you can feel it, you can like identify when it's coming the frustrated, better the woman. Why I say that? Because the woman, sometimes they have a hard challenge. Look, like when I watch like in the Blasel, a lot of a lot of light tackles, and you see like these light tackles, you look, oh, that's strong, and she got the ball. And it's strong. Sometimes get the ball on the play, no with excess force, but it went like middle to middle like force, but it, it is hard, it's tough challenge. So the woman sometimes this happened, she just stand up and continue play. And you don't know, and she had, and she keeping this in her mind for not for the game, for for long days, months, and then you have another game, same play, same teams play together against, and like five minutes of game or one minute, something like happened, like elbow push, you hold on. It's like what's going on? The game is like look, the temperature is look like it's low, calm, and boom. Because the woman never forgot what's happened. <laughs> and I know that because I'm a woman. <laughs> so, revenge, huh? Revenge. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes the woman, it's hard. For me, it's hard to identify, like, what is going on. Like, it's the temperature is coming up or not. So the men, sometimes I can because you can see in the body, language, how they expression. So you can, like, okay. You can control that, and you give them caution and bring it down. Sometimes the woman, uh, sometimes the woman even like say something. So it's that's like the difference for me. <laughs> so who's who's sneakier on the field? Because obviously, you know, I've watched a lot of high level soccer and 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 played semi pro level myself, and you know, there's lots of sneaky little tricks that players do to you know, upset their opponents and, you know, get get those cheeky fouls and sly little handballs. I mean, who who's the sneakiest, the men or the women? Uh, like like I say, like the um, the men, you can see right away. 
when he, they don't like each other or something happened, the woman's more snake. You, ne- you never know. You never know like what's going on. Sometimes they go close and it, like it, like you go like you talking each other, like do something like you, and, it, and it, that's why I, when I say like you understand soccer, feeling what's happened because I, there's a little details tell you what is what can happen the next play. So and the, and the woman is it's detail, detail, uh, detail by detail. So yeah, <laughs> principal the the national players they 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 know what they're doing. They have a lot of experience. They're good, really good. So you need to be like careful. <laughs> what's what's the hardest game you've ever refereed? The hard games. I think it, every game is no. It's hard for me. Like it, it's no easy. But one, I can tell one game. Like it really making my. I have never forgot. It is my first professional game. Uh, I have. I got it. I got it a couple like four officials and a, and a USL one in the middle, and then uh, the season almost finished it, and the pro sending me one middle in a WSL. And in the arena, had Bull, a stadium. And I have one side, I have Orlando Pride. And another side, I have uh, Gotham, New Jersey, New York. Uh, and in Orlando Pride, I have Marta, six time best in the world. And then other side. In Brazilian. Brazilian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you, did you automatically think I've got a protector? No, no. She's one of the stars of the league as well, though. I mean, I mean, surely at at some point, you know, the the you know the commissioners, the people who run these leagues, are like, hey, you have to take care of our star players because they're getting paid the most money. They're the 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 players that fans come to see. I mean, no one wants to see you know Marta on the sideline injured, right? No, exactly. We of course we don't have like a game like we fit. Big players of the like that, like this side I have Marta and another side I have Lloyd from here. So it's big, it's big, big players, really good players. That's why he's national and have all these like histories. But I also need to remember that I'm Karen, I'm the referee, and doesn't matter who is who is there, I need to do my job, apply the rule, and make sure the players safely. So at the point when I step on the field i was like okay i'm the referee nothing more here nothing's different i need to apply so when i say like this game's important like make it making me like uh not important but like him making me like in my career like important because it's one game like my first game in the middle with bigger players and also, like I have like one big challenge in less seconds, less player. <laughs> then I, I'm glad that I take the the right decision. I was over there taking the right decision. I have one good like crew, like referees, like ERs and for them and support me in my decision. So I always say like we work in. I'm not work alone. Of course, I need to take the the last decision. Yes. But we work in a in a team. We need to make make sure we are on the page in the same page. You need you need to make sure you understand when each one need help cover each other, right? 
because I think when everybody do your best, I'm sure everything will be all right. And everybody have social, social and then the, the match. So I was like so happy and I got this match. And the, last, the next year, I got it like a lot of games, a lot of opportunities. So I was in like 16 games in the middle and in the WSL. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. It's, I have a challenge. I have a challenge. Like in, in principle, in this game, I, I have one of the players, national players, running my back. I was, I'm not on the line, the players, nothing. And she running my back. And she looked to me and said, get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> and I told her, oh, well, I think you are in my way. Right? She tried intimidating me. I don't know why the players do that. But I want to just show her, like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing here. That's my I'm here. And I, I'm sure you know what you're doing, too. So do your things and let me do my, let me do my job. Did and everything's fine. She's at the time, she, I'm, I don't, I don't go on the ground, but she taught me enough to, to, enough to I feel in and the camera is no one, is no in the camera. So she, <laughs> she know. And uh, I was just talking to her and after that, she's like, don't say more nothing. And in another game, she always respected me. But she what did it with this thing with another referees. I don't know what is the reason, but so what do you what do you want from players, male and female? How how do you want them to to be on on the field? I was I I, I want to have the the position the players so I understand something, but now I'm the referee and I know how how as be one referee. And sometimes I want to just, it's cultural, some things, but I, I, I hope this change with the time and I feel it changing. But the players sometimes need to understand the referees there for making sure they safely. No is there for against or, or going to favor one team. No, nothing changing. We are there for apply the rule and make sure they are safely. And they need to understand. Also, one thing they need to understand, they sometimes, when they make like pass or one connection, they make it wrong, right? Sometimes they, they try to make one pass and it's working. And this can happen with referee too. We're not perfect. We, we try our best. And it, when, it, when you commit some mistake, we sure we try doing our best at the time. And we learn from our mistake too. So sometimes I need just like the referee and coach also understand that the coach when when the coach make one sub like wrong and the wrong time that's happen right they can 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 commit a mistake as the referee so I know I know everybody working there to be to do the best but it happened so sometimes I was just expect expect the players and coach Think in the same way, like we were working there to do our best. Of course, you can commit a lot of mistakes, like right, but sometimes it happen. We need to be honest. We're we're not machine, but 
Is that and that's why like when the ref get more and more game, that's because the ref doing good job. Be consistent. So you are learning every game to be consistent. That's the hard part, be consistent. But we get it, yeah. What 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 advice would you give to a, a, a young girl or a young boy who's thinking about stepping into this refereeing and obviously the, the environment today probably isn't the greatest environment for them to step into, but what advice would you give them? The first one, it is uh, doing your best. Always. Don't think in nobody looking to you. Always somebody looking to you. Doesn't matter what the game, the level. Do your best. Work everything. Like If you have some like uh, difficult things, then it, then you you know it's hard for you to do. Work on that. Because that is the thing you need to work to improve don't don't be scared don't be scared to try Con- be confident because when you're confident you show confident and then everybody around you be confident too because you look right you're signal it's confident you go there in a point when you're calling a pk your whistle need to be strong because it's when Hard decision. It's one decision that's make a difference on the game, right? When soft foul, so soft whistle. So think about and everything. Think about what is the 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 coaches and the play see you. And it and it work that every day. Like I do a lot of exercises to help me to to be better. So fox like putting goals every day's goal. What do you want? What what do you wanna? do today tomorrow plan your day one day before or days before <laughs> yeah last question for you are we going to see you at the women's world cup in 2023 that's my goal <laughs> that's my goal yeah i i was keeping work hard and get the opportunity doing my best ever game and uh, yeah, that's my dream. When when I decide stop play, I say if I stop play, because it, at the time it's something that I love to do. Say like if I stop play, I wanna be FIFA referee. That's my goal. And uh, yeah, that's why I'm like fine every day, every game. Uh, work with my my team referee, my community. Try helping. I always try helping in some way. In Kalsol, we always have poor, and I always like when I have the when I have like available, I go there and help support, talk to the younger referee, referees, older. I just try giving my best to to the community referee. Well, we hope that you will be there in 2023 representing Brazil, America, and Cal South. If there's young referees out there and they want to get hold of you do you have twitter or instagram do you have any social media yes uh i have instagram i have twitter and facebook always is the same the same thing so it's uh karen calado so karen calado (laughs) so k-a-r-e-n-c-a-l-l-a-d-o yes 
it's me. <laughs> That's Karen Collado, one of the rising stars in the referee community. As always, if you want to get hold of me, you can find me on Twitter at Nick Webster, and you can find Cal South on Twitter at Cal South Soccer, also on Instagram at Cal South Soccer, and of course on Facebook. Karen Collado, thank you so much for spending time with the bear and the ball, and the best of luck in your refereeing over the course of many, many years to come. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I mean, I'll always be here for everything that you guys need. Thank you so much for Carl Sol and you, Nikki, to give me this opportunity.